born to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands work for change, my tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. The love of Allah combined with hope. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Welcome respected listeners. 91.3 FM Stereo is what you've been tuned in. I'm your host this evening, Muhammad Sheikh, bringing to you Born to Serve, featuring leaders in our community that are making a difference, have made a difference, and whose legacy will continue enriching us for many generations to come. Alhamdulillah, I hope you've had a wonderful, eventful week, as did I, and particularly today, where we hosted the, we had the Muslim Students Association of the Western Cape Orphans Fund Day, and if you can hear in my voice, excitement streaming through, although it is going away it is going away a wonderful atmosphere but nonetheless respected listeners uh, seeing that Aisha is uh, on our doorstep in a few moments from now Butanashad doing all the wonderful control work behind the desk Allah reward you Butanashad and um, we have uh, this evening for Born to Serve uh, actually we travel all the way to KZN somewhere where I call home Butanashad back in that end of the world Alhamdulillah filled with lots of warm hearted people uh, and uh, Alhamdulillah this evening we feature a prolific writer, a prolific author, somebody whose works have been threading on social media, on different internet sources, and whose works has touched the lives of many, many di- different people. Um, and we feature none other than uh, the author, Sister Nadira Chippa. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Alhamdulillah, Jazakallah khair so much for taking the time out and being part of our program. Shukran so much for having me. Alhamdulillah, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, perhaps inshallah in, in the next few minutes we, could, uh, we would like to focus on yourself. Who are you? Where do you come from? And uh, just a little bit introduction or background about yourself. I'm a wife and a mother to a very energetic two-year-old boy. Mashallah. I'm from the warm city of Durban. Very warm Jeez. indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up, I attended an Islamic school, and after completing grade 12, I chose to study become accounting at the University of KZN, after which I ventured into the corporate world. I knew I had chosen a career that was not that I was not passionate about mm-hmm. and often regretted choosing you know to number crunch into balance sheets. Mm-hmm. So Alhamdulillah after marriage and motherhood I chose to be a stay at home mom and that is when I realized my true calling. Wow. In writing. In writing. Okay, so before we're gonna dissect the different phases in a moment. Uh, growing up, you know, the passion to balance the books, or perhaps there was something in matric. Um, who are some of the inspirational people in your life, uh, you know, that uh, directed the passion and the zeal that you have as an author today? Uh, you know, perhaps parents, perhaps uh, particular teachers? Actually, growing up, and especially going to an Islamic school, you know, you get introduced to Islamic literature at a, at a very early age. So that inspired me, you know, the, the different kinds of literature you introduced to at, at the beginning, at the initial stages of your life, you know, it holds so much of, uh, basically it has so much of, uh, you know, impact on your life mm. and impact on, on how you think when you become an adult as well. So I would say my teachers, G. Alhamdulillah at school, the Alimas at school, the Mulanas, and all of them did have that positive impact um, on me to want to inspire others and also assist others in the way that they have assisted us. 
Absolutely. I think we can all take uh, lesson, great lessons from the wonderful teachers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts in mm-hmm. our parts of, uh, you know, journeying through studies and beyond. Um, okay. And so from an Islamic school, growing up in an Islamic home, um, d- did you feel that it was special in a way compared to perhaps friends or colleagues from, uh, you know, other backgrounds, uh, other diverse uh, environments? Uh, although it's protected, I mean, you know, coming from an Islamic background, you are protected at all times because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the mindset that we have. That's the mindset that our parents also grew up with. You see, so in, in, the, in terms of that, when you're really young, it's really important that you have that kind of stability in your life. Sure. That kind of platform where um, as a foundation, you know, to grow. Mm-hmm. And, and and to to harness all of your um, your Islamic values and and to keep hold on to that as you grow up and you grow older and you venture into the adult world as such, which is really scary uh, when you think about all the different influences they are these days. Surely to the current generation, G. Absolutely. Um, were there any particular individuals? Uh, you know, that churned this desire of yours, a particular person, maybe an author for that matter growing up, what was your uh, your your array or your genre like? Gee, um, you know, the author Yasmin Mogair, I'm sure you heard of her, everyone mm-hmm. heard of her. And, and she gives us quotes and she gives us, you know, she, she wrote a book, uh, Reclaim Your Heart. And in that I found, you know what, there's so much, there's a thirst and there's a need for inspiration out there, more than a lecture as such, in the words that you write, in, in um, it, it holds power, it holds power over people's minds and hearts, and it captures them, and it makes them think and reflect. And you know what, that is needed today, and it was her that I drew inspiration from as I was growing up, and, and still do. Mm, Alhamdulillah, absolutely wonderful. Um, so venturing into the corporate world, what, what was your path like, uh, you know, throughout your high school career? Was there a particular ambition that you had? Actually, you know, when we, when we, I think about it, it's like when you finish matric, mm-hmm. you don't, I don't, you don't really have that ability to say, you know what, this is exactly what I want to do. I mean, you're 17 years old, you don't, you, you don't really know exactly sure. what you want to do at that age. Mm-hmm. But um, studying become accounting was something that I thought, you know what, it's going to help me in financially, it's going to help me. That's that's stable. You know what, I will get a job in the market in the corporate world, and and getting that job and doing that job was different. It was a different reality to what I imagined it would be. So there was a complete contrast, what you expected and versus what it turned out to be. I mean, I came up from a corporate world and and now I'm doing something that's completely opposite, which is creative creative writing. So, I mean, there's a big contrast between the two. Absolutely. Uh, Was it, it, you know, um, the corporate world, did it offer extreme stresses and uh, uh, fatigue in your daily routine, etc.? Actually, it did. I mean, uh, I was working at the leading financial institute, and we had deadlines to meet, and we had uh, balance sheets to do, and we had, you know, it was number crunching all the time, and it was stressful. But that aside, it was not something that I was passionate about, so I didn't put my all into it, because Mm. it wasn't something I looked forward to waking up each morning and saying, this is what I want to do. Sure. at the end of the day, it wasn't giving me that true happiness and that true contentment that, you know what, you wake up with a purpose and that's what you do. That's your passion. And it wasn't doing that for me. So hence, I knew from the beginning, you know what, this is not for me. 
Wow, Allahu Akbar, walillahi alhamd. I think uh, if I can take a lesson from you know uh, this conversation that we are having is uh, uh, putting your all to the passion that drives you, that makes you who you want to be. But I think, inshallah, on that note, uh, it's time for us to go and break uh, for the the, work, the, the salah of Aisha, um, and we'll resume thereafter uh, at around half past seven or so. So, uh, shukran, inshallah, we will uh, we will connect with you then. Born to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands work for change, my tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back, respected listeners. 91.3 FM Studio is what you've been tuned into for the last half an hour or so. I'm your host, Muhammad Sheikh, bringing to you Born to Serve, featuring leaders in our community that are making a difference through whichever means solely for the pleasure of Allah, Rabbul Izzah, Jalla wa'ala. Now, I think uh, I was just thinking about it through the Isha break, uh, you know, about you know uh, our guest that we have featured for this evening and i thought maybe we could dedicate this show to uh, all our wonder women out there absolutely you know that are doing sterling work in being mothers wives daughters in being women that are contributing to families being the leaders of their home as well as contributing to society so absolutely wonder women um, and i take inspiration i take listen a, a lesson rather from uh, the life journey of our sister all the way out in kzn uh, none other than sister nadira chippa welcome back assalamu alaikum warahmatullah it's an absolute pleasure. Um, thinking about it, a woman in society has many roles, roles related to the home and out of the home, etc. Um, what is it, you know, that uh, about them that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them the, the abilities to take on these various roles? Uh, what, it, what is it or how challenging is it to be a wonder woman? Gee, I believe that more and more women today are now seeking out their hidden talents. They're harnessing it and they're doing excellent work, alhamdulillah. More women are sharing their experiences and gathering the information as they move forward and achieve their personal as well as their professional goals. But Muhammad, this is not just limited to the current or the younger generations. Mm-hmm. There are beautiful elderly ladies who are now exploring their talents on a whole new level. For example... Many women who are experts in the kitchen now have a platform through social media to share their recipes and even market their recipe books, which is brilliant. Mm. I mean, we are seeing more and more women follow their talents and unearth their passions. Alhamdulillah, Muslim Muslim women have been at the forefront of success and achievement since the beginning of time. For example, just a few examples. Sure. You know... The diligence, the success and generosity of Hazrat Khadija radiallahu anha, you know, the bravery and courage of Hazrat Sumaya radiallahu anha, the dedication and the akhlaq, the piety of Hazrat Fatima radiallahu anha, who is the queen of Jannah, mm-hmm. you know, the intelligence and determination of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha. These are just a few examples that I'm giving you of women who we as women should try to emulate. And you know what? Success will be ours in this world and the akhirah, inshallah. Amin. inshallah so amin. every Muslimah is a wonder woman from the beginning of time to now. 
Absolutely. Wow, I I couldn't agree more. Remember, respected listeners, yes, 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 the platform is yours as well. 47913, uh, send in your dedications, your comments, uh, you know, your anecdotes, little anecdotes of inspiration via our SMS line. Alternatively, on WhatsApp, 0722380712. And yes, we are speaking to Sister Nadira Chipper all the way out in KZN, a prolific author and a writer of uh, different different works uh, and alhamdulillah you know keeping touch with social media uh, you know we are able to access many of her works now you know moving moving focus or shifting focus a little bit um, in your personal journey you know you, you told us previously of uh, your inspiration that you found uh, growing up in the form of sister Yasmin um, what inspires you to write Okay, um, initially, motherhood inspired the writing in me. You know, the challenges of motherhood and um, the emotions that you face as a new mother. Mm-hmm. I wrote all of that in one article called I See You. And as I started to share that article with other sisters, I realized that we share similar challenges and emotions. So the response I got from that article was phenomenal, which then inspired me to write about topics that affect us daily, topics that, you know, disturb our hearts and minds, yet are never brought to light. I also get requests from a lot of sisters on the topics that affect them or perhaps someone they love. So I will write for them and I will post that up also. And my inspiration also comes from, you know, observing society and the ills of society, which cripple us and shackle us, depriving us of happiness and peace daily. So I would say my inspiration to write comes from the obstacles of everyday life. Absolutely, subhanAllah. Um, everyday obstacle lives is the inspiration to your writing. Um, you know, in reading in reading some of your noteworthy works, um, I feel there's an element of a deep-rooted sense of emotion, um, you know, reflected in the writing. Uh, is that also a factor that contributes towards successful writing? Empathy, Jay. That is a major factor that contributes to how I write. If, you know, when you look at a person sweeping the street and, and she has the smile that she wants to share with you, that helps in, and it inspires me to write further on that view. And, the, you know, the kindness, the gratitude from people that have far less than us, I take emotion from that and put it into my writing, Jay. Absolutely. Uh, uh, is is it also the, the the obstacles of people that are that you come into interaction with on a regular basis uh, in terms of other Muslim sisters out there that go through similar challenges? Uh, does that also contribute to some of the articles that you that you post that you write? Gee, definitely. I mean, you know, emotions are universal. Uh, what I go through, another sister will be going through the same thing. And when I write about it, she will say, you know what, this is exactly what I'm going through and what I needed to hear and to read at this moment. And and I wrote this for myself, but you know what, she related to it. So, gee, their difficulties, my difficulties, it's, it's all the same. Gee. Absolutely. Um, a particular quote I'd like to share with our listeners from one of your pieces um, in relation to the upbringing of children and the relationship they, cha- they share with technology. Uh, so I quote, give your children technology free days and you may find yourself enjoying it as much as they do. I find this quite, quite emphatic. Um, children f- technology free days. Uh, as a mother, as a, a woman in society, is this really, is this quite challenging? 
it is quite challenging, especially today when everybody has such busy lives and everybody is, is you know, they, they want something to occupy the child, to babysit the child just for a little while so they can get something done. And they, then comes in the tablet or the cell phone or YouTube and things like that. But what about our mothers, our grandmothers? They didn't have those things. I mm-hmm. mean, you know what? They were content. We grew up quite well, I hope. Alhamdulillah. And the thing is that... Um, with our children, because it's available, because we have it there, we use that as a means of, you know, keeping their minds occupied. But it's capturing their minds, it's capturing that time. It's taking that time away from you and your child. I mean, you know what? A lot of adults, they go to the cell phone, they have it all the time in their hands. And the little child will be there, and you know what? They, they're craving this attention from mommy or daddy, and they want this time. And believe me, if you put that cell phone down, you will enjoy that time with your child as much as your child will enjoy it with you. And those memories last forever. I mean, you are now creating a childhood for your child. He or she is going to remember that for a lifetime to come. So instead of being so occupied with the outside world in 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 a tablet or in the form of YouTube videos, you would rather give them that memories. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, so. Like in your in your experience, and you know, with the other the, the other mothers that you interact with regularly, um, what can we do to try and incorporate reading as a form of a hobby or something? You know, uh, try and make it attractive for the little ones as they grow up. So you know, we live in a society where, unfortunately, little children grow up reading fairy tale stories, and as they go going to school, they start writing essays and speeches with that type of mindset. And as they get older, they uh, they become and they become young adults. The literature they read is often on blogs or social media feeds, and this is sad. And you know what? We as parents need to change this mindset from an early age. So let us, as parents, guide our children and introduce them to the stories of the prophets of Islam. You know, our shining stars. The Sahaba and stories of the beloved Prophet Muhammad and his family, as well as the Quran, most importantly, the Quran. So, you know what? We are planting weeds into the minds of our precious children, and then we expect flowers to grow in their hearts as they, get, as they grow older. So, Islamic literature starts in a home when the parents decide to change what they read. So we often complain about social ills or the plight of our youth. Mm. But did we stop to think, who are the role models? Did we introduce them, you know, to Islamic literature at an early age? Unfortunately, not. So writing from an Islamic perspective and reading Islamic literature, you know, will illuminate their minds and strengthen their character because they're seeking Islamic knowledge. And also we can make it fun for them. I mean, Ramadan is upon us. Mm. Uh, let's try and make it an experience for the kids as well. Let's include them in, in, in what we did, in stories of the Sahaba, in getting to know Islam and Islamic history as well. Absolutely. Uh, would you recommend any particular books per se for children growing up in terms of reading and enhancing the uh, the reading abilities? Gee, um, Rukia's bookshelf. She has amazing. It's all over the internet. She will ha- she has amazing books that you could actually order online as well. And I have o- ordered it for my child, and I have read it to him. And it's really exciting. It has uh, pretty pictures, and it will keep them stimulated. And it has in- important messages, you know, that will stay with them for a lifetime to come. So, gee. Okay, Rukia's bookshelf available online. Um, okay, khair, Alhamdulillah. That's for the little kiddies. How about the adults? Um, you know, I mean, our genres are very, very unique and diverse in that, uh, you know, uh, every person has a different 
uh, different uh, attraction to a specific genre, etc. Uh, but in terms of us, what, what would you recommend as, you know, um, and basically for people that are not into reading for some other reason because technology is so available? Okay, Yasmin Mohayed's uh, book, Reclaim Your Heart, that book is an inspirational book. It's not um, fictional. It's something that would really change your life, and it's something that grips you as a reader. It's not something you'd want to put down, basically. Okay. You'd want to read it t- till the end. And it also has reflections, so you can write your notes on, on her articles and how you reflect upon it as an individual and how it can change you as a person. And also for for people that prefer fictional is Nabila Nurani. She's a local author. Mm-hmm. Six Broken Hearts. Also, Tales of Sisterhood. She started that. So, gee. Okay. So for the people that prefer fictional, it's Six Broken Hearts. Really inspiring. And and you know what? There's lessons in that that we could all take in in our daily lives. Absolutely. And then, our respected listeners, it's time to go and pay the bills before we get interested upon. Born to serve. My eyes see injustice. My hands work for change. Welcome back, respected listeners. 91.3 FM, Stevie. Yo, your host, Muhammad Sheikh, this evening. And Alhamdulillah, we've had a wonderful discourse with Sister Nadira Chippa. I think I feel inspired in myself, you know, with all the, 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 the discussions around being an author, being a writer. And I'd like to know how many of you translate your obstacles into pieces of reflection, into writing. How many of you, uh, you know, take the pen and claim it as it being mightier than the sword and you translate that into words. Let me know, 47913 as well as 072 on our WhatsApp line, 238071. Too. So, um, Alhamdulillah, you know, I've, I've, I've got a refreshing insight into, uh, you know, Sister Nadira Chippa's inspiration for her writing as well as some of her recommendations. And we welcome her back online with us. Now, focusing a little bit on South Africa and the content, many times, you know, people have this notion that uh, quality is not found in South Africa. And I believe that is a very uh, broad understatement. Um, and Alhamdulillah, we have sisters like Sister Nadira as well as other authors, which she even uh, alluded to um, what is what, what is the feel like in South Africa in terms of our Muslim community um, are there many authors that you know focus on modern day pieces as well as uh, you know fiction versus non-fiction Gee, I'm sure you heard of Tales of the Sisterhood yes indeed Gee, it was started off by fellow author and friend Nabila Nurani so it's a group of six writers and we try to bring to light you know issues that affect women and issues that are often hidden from society it need to be highlighted so i would say you know what the warmth and the welcome that we receive from the readers as well as the feedback that we get it's really endearing because i mean being south african being local and she published a book as well and um there's the other um woman that also published it is that you know what there, there is a need for it in South Africa, and the local content is amazing. We have a brilliant writers, and they are mothers as well, they are sisters as well, but they continue to write and to inspire us and to give us literature that is, you know what, perhaps of great, great value to us. Absolutely. Uh, which is the most inspirational piece that you've written that inspires you the most? 
to you. That was really the Uma. As I cried with every letter that I penned, it speaks about our brothers and sisters all over the world and the intense suffering that they are going through. And yet it also speaks about us who are safe and yet we are so busy you know with trivial matters competing with each other surrendering to our nas gossiping slandering judging and we are so busy in our own capsule in our own world that we even forget to lift our hands and make dua or shed a tear for the ummah you know the same ummah that we all belong to the same ummah that our beloved muhammad and made dua for that really inspired me also to change and to and to start you know what um basically uh, feeling feeling the emotions uh, and and the tears of those children and of those brothers and sisters they are our brothers and sisters who are suffering all over the world absolutely subhanallah one that i found quite relevant to the um uh, the modern day or rather the current day leaders the youth of today um is a title of yours um called empty promises and this focuses a little bit from what i gather on you know um well subhanallah it's, it's really an amazing piece um and, and i would implore our listeners to um you know uh, uh, try and source this article touching on the relationships today and how easy it is to fall prey to social media and then uh, you know the consequences thereof can you tell us a little bit about that empty promises okay that was written on courtship and um how a girl and a woman uh, you know on social media the promises that's made by a ghair maham someone that she aspires to marry someone that promises her marriage and nikah and a family and safety and protection that only comes after nikah and from her husband and yet you know what that person deceives her and and the feelings that she goes through the emotions that she goes through the hurt that she feels and also the inability to to trust again the inability to find hope and and to find the one that will give her and to be her garment you know of protection which comes only with nikah so i wanted to highlight there that love and and um protection happens only after nikah you will never find that you will only find empty promises on social media on whatsapp on whatever chat group that you are on this is to my single sister mm-hmm. you will never find fulfillment out of nikah Subhanallah and the same message for our brothers out there um I think you know uh, uh let, let's let's share with them the reminder as well um you know true love in uh, the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the legal channels um you know I think th- there's a very very the, the article ends off on a very strong note and it goes thus if you have no intention of making her your wife stay away from her as she is a precious amana to her parents and will be another man's wife and mother to his children yes men out there take heed take heed um life is not about play and joy and uh, you know it's just a temporary phase do you agree Gee, it is and the joy and the love and the happiness that comes with something that is halal something that Allah blesses is different it's not the same joy that you will get out of nikah it's not the you know people have this mindset that after you get married happiness uh, is ruined or a man's life is ruined basically but that's not Uh, how we should see it as muslims as muslims we see that you know what allah blessed that nikah allah will bless you with more happiness barakah and love after you get married to her and and in treating her right and in in, in her treating you right you know what that uh, t- type of marriage that will be blessed forever by allah ta'ala inshallah amen inshallah amen so yes let's not 
shut ourselves up and leave us or make empty promises that will leave us heartbroken and scarred for life. Yes, left heartbroken and scarred for life, life in the words of uh, prolific author and writer Sister Nadira Chipa. On that note, respected listeners, it's time to go and pay for the ads. We'll resume shortly thereafter. Stay tuned. When a builder applies his skills, he builds epic stuff, committing every drop of sweat, every inch of every nail to building. Sometimes life will hit you with a brick in your face. Get up, dust off those overalls, paint, build, and nail that project every single time. Be proud to build. If building was a sport, Buco would be your top coach. Get building ready with great motivating advice and the best gold medal deals in hardware buildware. Buco, let's build together. Visit our store on the corner of Fort Rica and Halt Road, Vasco. Buco, let's build together. Mighty Meal Pies, tasty old pastry. Mighty Meal Pies, mighty yummy. Get the mighty taste of Mighty Meal Pies available in an assortment of flavors including our famous ticket chicken. Visit our factory shop for a wide range of cocktail savories, pies, samosas, sausage rolls and puff pastry. Call 021-761-2550. Mighty Meal Pies. We lead. Others follow. East Africa is experiencing a humanitarian catastrophe on an unprecedented scale. More than 16 million people in South Sudan, Kenya, Somalia and Ethiopia are on the brink of starvation. Join Islamic Relief South Africa on the 7th of May at Calvin Grove for a high tea in aid of the East Africa Crisis Appeal. With live performances from Zayn Beaker and Rashid Beaker, who will be releasing his debut album, Degrees of Separation. Let's act now and save lives. Tickets cost 200 Rand and are available from Islamic Relief at 396 Imam Harun Road, Lansdowne or call 021-696-0145. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Born to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands vote for change. My tongue sing the sorrow of my heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In our final segment, beloved listeners, yes, we have journeyed through the life of a and a prolific author and writer, uh, Sister Nandira Chippa, all the way from KZN in uh, the hearty city of Durban. And Alhamdulillah, she shared some wonderful advices for us and uh, moments and pieces of reflection. Um, we welcome you back to our show, Sister. Shukran, Um Tell me, in terms of uh, perhaps maybe uh, your particular um, your particular articles as well as uh, you know social media posts etc which which channels do you use to upload uh, or rather which to, to, to showcase your particular um, articles that you write and how can how can listeners um, access them Okay, uh, so on social media, it's on Facebook, Nadia Chipa. You could access it through my name. Okay. All my posts out there. Um, Ink of Inspiration is my upcoming book, which will be released after Eid, inshallah. I mean, make dua for me. I mean, wow. Okay, okay. So Ink of Inspiration is something that you're currently busy with. Gee, I am. It, inshallah, after Eid, that will be everyone's Eid. So, gee, keep that <laughs> in mind. <laughs> Everybody's Eid. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, do we? Do we perhaps maybe because we we you know we we really far out in Cape Town? Do we get some kind of a pre-Eid a prelude <laughs> into what what to expect or, or what what the focus is on, or is that a total surprise as well? 
No, it's fine. Ink of Inspiration is a compilation of my book and my articles, basically in a book form. So whatever articles I've written so far, it's something for keepsake, something my readers requested of me. Okay. Uh, for their children, for their grandchildren, something they can keep. And you know what? Refer to when in time of need. You know what? They're going through this particular problem right now. So they will want to go back and read that article on it. So that's what... And that's how it came to be, Ink of Inspiration. Mm, absolutely. What advice would you have or share for those people that want to attempt writing and putting their thoughts to paper, uh, taking the, you know, really making certain that the pen is mightier than the sword um, and, and putting heart to paper? What advice would you share for them? Gee, you know what? Never give up on your passion to write. In life, there, there will always be obstacles and tests, even in the form of limited time. Um, as women, we're always busy and we will always have responsibilities, but we owe it to ourselves to harness our talents and to assist others with it. So we should motivate, uplift, and inspire ourselves as well as our fellow sisters and brothers. You know what? To go ahead and embrace your talents, and Allah will make it easy for you, inshallah, ameen. Inshallah, ameen. And I believe that you have a, a special message, but before we get before we get there, um, you know, something that, that baffles me, and just focusing a little bit onto leadership, um, how, does, how does one strike the balance in terms of, uh, you know, a search, literature search or literature preference. Some people, you know, are so engrossed into a sci-fi genre, for instance, or other people, uh, you know, are into total fiction. And, uh, and and sometimes people kind of just drift away from Islamic literature totally, doesn't even feature on their list. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure that, you know, um, we would like to, to strive to find a balance in between the type of literature that we uh, actually read or access. Um, how do you go about doing that? Everyone has their own preferences and a lot of people, as you said, are so engrossed in what they read and, and what they love and that's their passion for reading. You know what? They should actually um, take the time, even if it's five minutes, to read and expand their minds to other literature in the form of inspirational literature, as well as Islamic literature, most importantly Islamic literature because every day we should actually set a time aside for ourselves to reflect reflect on the words of the Quran. I mean, the author of authors wrote the Quran. And if we cannot go back and reflect on his words, I mean, uh, what are we taking for ourselves? Subhanallah. Wow. I really, really do not know how to comment to that. It is absolutely profound. How about in life in general, you know, a wonder woman doing so many things, having a home, seeing to the home, and finding time to write, etc. How do you strike the balance? With me, it is challenging. It is extremely challenging. I, I just started. I started writing last year, October. It's not a long time that I've oh, been wow. writing. Oh, wow. Subhanallah. Okay. It's not a long time. The thing is that it, it, you have to find passion in what you do, or else you will never find time to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> When it's something you love doing, it comes to you automatically. You know what? There is so much to do in a day. Sometimes 24 hours is not enough for all of us, especially mothers. Mm. And all mothers out there will agree with me. I'm sure. But you know what? If you have a supportive family and you have a supportive husband, and that's where my husband comes in, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So it does give us time to do what we love to do also. And you have to fill your own cup if you want to pour out happiness to others. So gee, to all mothers out there, fill your cup. 
Wow. And alhamdulillah. And to all, to all husbands out there, be the ink of inspiration to your wives and give them that opportunity to, you know, fill their thoughts with paper. Uh, I'll, I'm just thinking about something. I don't know if it, uh, if it might be a little bit, uh, you know, off, off the record or on the sideline. It might just save them, you know, the speeches at home. So, uh, no, I'm just kidding, husbands. I hope, inshallah, all our relationships are built on happiness, on a key mm-hmm. communication between them. So, alhamdulillah, various, uh, uh, besides ink of inspiration, are you currently working right now as we speak? Are you currently writing something at the moment? I'm writing um, something for the Islam Today, which is a magazine in Durban. So I write for them as well as coverage as well. So I'm a freelance writer as well. Uh, so my time also gets taken up on the request that they give me to write on. So every month I, uh, I write for them as well. Okay, okay as a freelance writer. Um, and usually different themes. Are those, are those themes also related to obstacles and challenges faced in uh, modern day society? Yeah, definitely. All current uh, topics and issues that affect people on, the day, on their daily lives and issues that marital problems, for example, um, infertility, for example, mm. things that affect them on a daily basis, so gee. Okay. And, uh, you know, this is the roast question um, where, alhamdulillah, all our guests, you know, are pushed into this particular corner. What do you find yourself doing when not being a wonder mum or uh, putting pen to paper as part of fulfilling the balance in your life? Gee, I find myself spending time with my husband. (laughs) Okay, uh, granted, alhamdulillah, and that completes your 25 hours a day. Gee, that does. Alhamdulillah, excellent. I believe you do have a message for our listeners out there that you'd like to share, inshallah, as, uh, as we head to our conclusion. Gee, okay. A message to all your listeners. So, when your life seems to be falling apart and you feel like you can't go on, cry only to Allah for peace and happiness and beg only to Allah for comfort and ease. Search for Allah within your heart and soul and you will find His mercy in every breath you take, in every tear you shed and in your every heartbeat. You can be your own hero with the love of Allah. So keep motivating yourself to be and do your best. Inshallah me. Inshallah, I mean, wonderful words of wisdom. Um, uh, moving, moving down south in uh, Durban, um, would you like to perhaps maybe send out a shout out perhaps to some of your avid readers, to your family members that are tuned into via audio streaming on vocfm.co.za? Um, uh, perhaps maybe a shout out to them? Jazakallah and shukran to each one and every one of my readers that support me, that give me the kind feedback, that give me du'as every day. And I mean to all of your du'as. And inshallah, I will keep writing. And inshallah, every day I will try and help each one of you with your request and your, um, you know, your request and also try to assist you in whatever you ask of me, inshallah. I mean, to all of you, have a blessed weekend and du'as and love to all of you. Amen. And uh, perhaps, inshallah, um, as we, you know, we, 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 we count down the seconds, um, sometimes the inspiration from, from readers, um, you know, doesn't only drive you to choose your topics, but also gives you the necessary motivation. Well, what has some of the responses been from some of your um, readers in terms of the articles that you write? Okay, I will just give you an example which I received as a WhatsApp message um, a few minutes ago. Okay. Um, there, there is this lady that requested me to write a message to her auntie who has been diagnosed with cancer a week ago and a, a personal message. So I did that for her and sent it 
to her, which she printed out and gave to her aunt today. And the response that I got was, you know what, my auntie would love to meet you. Wow, Allahu Akbar, wow. And I'm sure you get these fairly regularly from different readers all over South Africa and the rest of the world. Gee, and, and the thing is, this, this woman in this is from Durban, so inshallah I will go out there and I will meet her tomorrow, inshallah, I mean. Wow, and subhanAllah. Things, me feel that you know what if one person takes something from whatever i write and and allah guides that person to read that message because it's allah that guides that person to read that message and he knows you know what he knows that it lights comfort for them and he knows what they are going through and in that my work is done if one person benefits shukash my work is done allahu akbar on that note respected listeners i'm sure you are all inspired as much as i am journeying through the life of sister nadira chipper a phenomenal prolific author of various works you can catch her on social media nadira chipper some of her articles have been published by other news outlets or so, uh, media outlets in durban and in fact other parts of the country as well so we'd like to say a heartfelt thank you to you inshallah and we hope that uh, you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make many more others live through your example of being the wonder woman uh, in the lives in the, in our society uh, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you all the happiness the, the, the barakah and prosperity to continue doing the good work in this world inshallah and uh, may uh, you know your success continue for the akhirah I mean so much shukran so much for having me on your brother Muhammad and you know what shukran for all your duas inshallah I mean, alhamdulillah. Amen. that is a sister Nadira Chippa respected listeners